Good morning and welcome to Where Entrepreneurs Thrive. My name is Russ Nolte. I'm the Regional Director for KW Colorado. On this week's episode, we're speaking with Jamie Baker Orr to discover how she became the entrepreneur we see today and what makes her thrive. Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Russ. How are you? Good. I think I just said that good morning, isn't it? Afternoon. Everyone? It is afternoon, but hey, we're all having one of those days. So, just reading the wrong script today, Jamie. I'm so glad you're on the uh, the podcast today. Tell us your story. How'd you get into real estate? Uh, I started young, so I'd say, well, young. It's all in your perception, right? Depends how right. old you are. So, at 27, bought my first investment. Um, and my husband and I bought a big parcel of land and decided we'd build a custom house on it. But to do that, we needed to subdivide it. So I went into subdividing this parcel into other pieces and built a custom home on it, um, built a relationship with a builder who has uh, turned out to be a good friend of mine. And that kind of led into three more subdivisions and building custom homes, semi-custom homes on those lots. And there you go. So I got a, a real estate license an appraiser's license and a contractor's license all within probably a year and a half. Wow, that's awesome. Now, did you immediately join Keller Williams when you got into real estate or was there a lag there? There was a lag. So yeah, I was with another company um, that, uh, I was with another company. Huh? But uh, it's not as great as Keller Williams. So right, okay. <laughs> I'm a systems person and I really wanted to build my business and business was coming in naturally. And here I was expanding, but I didn't know what I was doing. Right. There's I'm just thinking I'm not that great. Like there's other people who have done it right. and they've done it at a much bigger scale than I am. So why am I not learning? Like, how come I don't have any help trying to teach me how to to do this the right way? And I had a great relationship with uh, Tony Greer, who's our uh, operating principal. And, and over the years, we built a really great relationship. And he's like, we have systems. Like, I'm surprised you don't have a system. And I was like, well, it makes sense to me because I'm a systems person. So um, things had happened and it was just a natural uh, for me to come over and start building the business. Got it. So you met Tony and... Uh... And, and over time, ultimately made the decision to join KW. Yeah, he said he stayed me the longest, which is seven years. So he rubs it in all the time. Yeah, awesome. So what year did you actually make the move to KW? Uh, 2018. Okay, okay. So relatively recently. Yes, yeah. yeah. So um, tell us about your success as a realtor. I mean, tell us what your business looks like today. Uh, so last year we closed around 265 units with 85 million in volume. Um, we have eight agents, mm -hmm. uh, me as a listing agent, I don't do a whole lot of buyers unless they're good friends of mine right. and, uh, one other listing agent and then the rest are buyers agents. And then we have three admin. So it's, it's great. It's building, you know, we have a great team. That's probably, you know, you ask at one point, what our secret sauce was, that's probably it um, in our systems. Mm -hmm. So we continue to grow. It's, you know, this year has been a little painful, I think, for everybody. And um, just learning what do we need to do better? Like, how are we going to get better at what we're doing yeah. well at, but 
basically grow on that. So when you joined uh, KW in 2018, um, what approximately what kind of sales were you doing back then? What did your team look like back then? So back then, 40 million uh-huh. in volume, um, 220 units, which was kind of a high for us when we came over. But basically, we doubled our volume. Mm-hmm. And um, the year before, so 2021 is a good example, I think, of what can be done, which is 304 units. So last year we were a little down, I think, with rates, what was going on with interest rates had a lot of people nervous. Yeah. Now your business, I I always, whenever I think of you, I think listings. Um, How much of your business is listings versus buyers? 60-40. 60-40. So that's pretty unusual for a bigger team to be be listing heavy. Um, What are you doing to to, uh, accomplish that? systems. Like I know that sounds crazy and I keep saying that, but every listing, whether it's a hundred thousand or 1 million goes Mm -hmm. through the same process, right? Every, every customer client is treated the same. So it's from that initial contact, how we're going to set them up, how we're going to do our um, listing presentation, walking through their house, doing their market analysis, showing them the process of how this is going to run and figuring out what their needs are. Mm -hmm. So every single Every single one runs through the same exact um, steps. And I think it takes a lot away from mistakes, right? It's hard to make mistakes when you have systems or yeah. forget things. So I think people appreciate that. And it's if they know what's coming, it just makes it easier for them to process. Interesting. I'm wondering, um, and I didn't, I mean, I, I sent you a couple of questions, but um, I hope I can go a little off script. Yes. Um, what what do you use to track, like, for example, your listing process? I mean, do you do it on software? Are you a, are you guys a whiteboard company? I mean, what do you do? How do you track command. it? We love command. Really? Command, command, command. Yes. So um, I think it's one of the greatest software systems. We do such a great job at tracking how they're coming in you know, who needs to be followed up with tasks, um, what our pipeline looks like. So we love command. We use it solely. That's the only thing that we use. So for like a listing, are you saying that you have like, are you using the customization in opportunities to run a listing through a process? Is that, is that how you're doing it? Yes, exactly. So it'll start with how it comes in, how, what month it came in, what are they listing, obviously, or a buyer. And then it just goes through the process to appointment, opportunity. Um, we have a an email that gets sent out right away that's a seller survey. So we have an idea of, you know, if they finish their entire basement, right. but we know that when we're going right. out so that you have a rough idea of what maybe the house is worth. And then um, once it goes into that, then we go into an opportunity. And then once we get under contract, so the girls do it all. They're amazing. So um, they run it all through, through command. That's amazing. Now, do you know if they have it? And I don't even know if this is possible because I'm not the command expert, but is, are like, are those emails automated through command? I mean, or do they do that separate through Gmail or something like that? So you can create a smart plan, which is what we do when they initially come in. So everybody's on a smart plan as they come in as a lead, um, Mm -hmm. letting them know, you know, who we are, what we could do, how can we help them, 
and um, obviously our app so that if they don't want to have 800 agents call them for, right. you know, one thing that they can, yeah. you know, without being pestered. So it is pretty automated. I would say the CMA and that is definitely comes from our agents, me and the other agents, you know, looking at their property and making sure that we're comparing it to what's on the market, but pretty much everything runs a system. Yeah. I love that. Have you, um, have you read the book uh, Come Up for Air by Nick? I think it's Nick Sonnenberg. No, sounds like I need to. Well, you might love this because if you're a systems person, um, it's, a, it's a new book. It came out earlier this year. Nick Sonnenberg is like the um, guru of operations. And, 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 I, and he actually, I actually interviewed him to uh, potentially be a speaker at our Rocky Mountain Summit. And we didn't hire him, but that's a different story. But um, he he believes that most business people, um, when it comes to systems and operations and, 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 and following a structure, one of the things that gets in the way is they use the wrong tool for the job. So like, and you think about this, like on a, on a real estate team, most teams are running everything through spreadsheets and email and maybe Slack or some tool like Slack. And um, at least the email and Slack are communications tools. They're not, they're not project management tools. And opportunities inside command is actually a pretty good Kanban style um, project management tool. It really is. I mean, it, it's amazing because when I hear other agents that are doing, I would say, big business and they're not using command, it, it shocks me because I'm like, everything is in one place. It, right. it makes it so much easier and we can all get in and see it. So being a big team, we can see what each other's doing and who sent this out and what's going on in the process. I love the tools in it. It is really come a long way, I would say, in the last three years. And um, I don't know why you'd pay big money for something that really is inexpensive and it, yeah. it has all the tools. And it's only getting better. Every, I, every month, it seems like it gets better. We have something new that comes out. Um, I love where it pops up birthdays because then it gives me an opportunity to text people happy birthday first thing in the morning kind yeah. of gets it out of their way. And it, it means a lot to people for you to remember that. So it's easy for me. I go into one spot and everything's there. I know how many tasks I have. I know what needs to be done for the day. Um, and it's being in one area is amazing. We used to have several systems. So when I was with the other company, um, their platform was not very good. We didn't put anything in their platform because it didn't function. And so we did, we had things kind of everywhere. Um, and when we came over to KW, Command was just coming out and we started utilizing it. And then as it really grew, then we were like, okay, this is it. Let's start making our smart plans. Let's start, yeah. um, you know, watching our opportunities, looking what we have in the pipeline, um, tracking, you know, are the agents doing their appointments? Are they making their calls? Those types of things. Yeah. It's funny. I talked to a a, a pretty well known Colorado agent yesterday, who just doesn't use command, and um, and they use a bunch of other tools, bunch of other systems, and uh, 
and they sell similar number to to what you do. And um, their comment was, "Command doesn't work for us." And I'm like, "Well, I think it works for almost everybody if you just choose to figure out how it's going to work for you." Right, and I think too. I always say agents don't like change, right? They're so opposed to just doing something a little differently. But I think once you start using it, you see how user-friendly it becomes. Yeah. And um, I think this year you'll see with uh, the decrease in sales that we're seeing overall, you know, nationwide, that people are going to have to cost cut costs. Yeah. And uh, I think you'll see bigger teams looking at that and saying, what can we cut and what is functional? And it really, we love it. We do yeah. labs. We uh, we don't use another process. I think it's great, and I think it's just getting people to. They had to learn a certain process, right? They had to learn whatever other system they're using, right? right? It's just taking a little bit of time to learn how this. But our assistants love it. Yeah, absolutely. I love hearing that. Um, you know, Jamie, KW recently updated the the mission statement for the company, and we added a purpose. and And we said that KW is a place where entrepreneurs thrive. I wonder um, what thoughts you have around uh, KW being a place where entrepreneurs thrive. Uh, I love it. And so they've been doing this since I came over, right? I was so blessed to have the opportunity to come to KW and have like mind thinkers. Mm -hmm. So we have all of these big, you know, big deals. we got billionaires in our company, right? So they're doing something right. And them sharing their knowledge, their wealth with us, it is amazing. And looking at other opportunities, because I think a lot of agents, we get stuck in this is what we know, this is easy, it's repetitive. And I think having other people just say, look, look at your other opportunities. Like look at a title company, look at a mortgage company, look at an inspection company. Um, What else can you do to grow your business in in different avenues or grow your investment portfolio? I did the wealth building um, in it was like, oh my goodness, somebody's having a business conversation with me. And one of the things that really changed for me for KW is it was the first business conversation I've ever had in real estate. So I still sold what 40 million or 40, 40 million in production volume. And nobody had ever really had a business conversation with me to say, where are you going? What are you doing? What are your goals? Do you want to own rental properties? Do you want to do you want to coach, which is really, you know, the direction I'm going now? Yeah. Um, do you want to build a big team? I don't know that I did it at a necessity. Not sure that that was really the goal in the beginning. So um, having other people and just say it can be done and giving you the pathway has been amazing. Like it's it's so exciting to be in a company that is um, growth minded. Yeah. So you're um, you're running a big team. You've got lots of players on the team. Uh, you're leading that. You're an investor in your market center, correct? Yes. Um, what does that look like for you? I mean, does that require does that require effort from you, or you know, what do you do as an investor? What's that look like? Uh, it does require effort. So mm-hmm. I got my hands into everything. It seems like just ask Tony. Sometimes he's probably wondering. <laughs> he's told me. Is <laughs> that a good move or not? But um, it does. You know, it's. It's giving people value, right? So these people have committed to us to um, help them run their business. And so I think it's important to get back to the people that are 
um, hang their license with us. So I do, I do some of the coaching, some of the classes, uh, we rotate for the broker on call. So I do like being involved and I think helping people write great offers is, is a plus. So there is some of that definitely just giving back, but I think it comes naturally. I think if I didn't want to, I wouldn't have to, but, um, that's just not my mindset. Yeah. So uh, other businesses, what, what else are you involved in? So um, we have investment properties. So we own about 20 doors. Um, I'm an investor with some other KW agents in a title company. Uh, we're looking at uh, mortgage companies. So uh, just seeing what our other avenues are mm -hmm. and um, going from there. It's been exciting. Yeah. So um, talk to me about the title company opportunity. How how'd that happen for you? So uh, Tony always says, go to these events, you know, and network because that's how you get to know other people. And yeah. we were approached by Matt Lee, who's amazing. Yeah. And said, would you be interested in maybe opening a title company? And uh, what would that look like for you? And so we met a few times and had some other investors involved and the opportunity, I would say came to us, you know, we're so blessed that, you know, Matt, looked at our numbers and said, Hey, this is, I think this would be a good partnership. And so it really came to us just through networking, through knowing people. Yeah. I wonder uh, a lot, a lot of market centers and market center investors um, are affiliated with a title company, own a title company, you know, have some sort of joint venture. Um, how does that how does that work for you? I mean, um, what am I trying to say? Not a good question. Um, how, how do you, what do you think is the secret to, to making that work for a real estate company? It's just consistency, right? Customer service in anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're competing against other title companies who've been in the business a long time. And yeah. I think it just comes down to relationships and yeah. giving great service. I mean, the, our title policies are underwritten by Fidelity. So it's mm -hmm. the same type of insurance policy that they're getting anywhere. So I think just customer service and making sure that you're following up and you're doing the things that you need to do. Yeah. I've noticed uh, because I know um, I, I've seen your title company around Colorado. I, I notice that your reps are very um, enthusiastic and friendly and high eye people centric salespeople um, makes a huge difference. It does. Yes. They will talk to anybody. Don't stand still too long because <laughs> right. they will capture you and uh, get some information. And they are, they're great people. You know, they're outgoing, which is what you need and yeah. uh, not afraid to talk to agents and say, you know, give us a try. What's, yeah. you know, what's there to lose? You know, uh, right now we offer title policies all across the state. So I know there's very limited title companies down South from us, like in yeah. Trinidad. Yeah. And we're doing an amazing job down there. So, uh, out East. So we are picking up business pretty consistently. Yeah. And just, just, it's all about customer service and putting the client first. Yeah. So you you alluded earlier to um, kind of the secret to your success being being the way you approach your team, which I assume has something to do with um, customer service and, and making sure that uh, you've got the right people on the bus. Talk talk to us about 
about how you approach team and, 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 and how you're doing that uh, at kind of a next level. So uh, I am blessed to come into work every day working with these people. They are truly just amazing souls. And I love the fact that they treat the client exactly how I treat the client, which is, yeah. you know, they love talking to them. I mean, we get thank you notes to our closing uh, contracts to closing assistant at closing. I'll bring her a gift. And right. so that's saying that they're building those relationships yeah. with our clients, um, having those amazing systems. Everybody has their job and they're great at it, right? They just excel at the things that we're focusing on. And it's one of the things that I learned early on. I was having assistants do like a file at a time. And what really works for us, not saying it'll work for everybody, is that we have um, a listing specialist who takes us from the time they call, come in to the CMA, to listing contracts, to photos, keys, that, that opportunity, the sign. And then once we go under contract, contract to closing, that they take then the file from there. So they're experts at their job. They just do an amazing job. And yeah. it's the same routine, right? They know, okay, we need photos. We need a key. We need a lockbox. We need a sign. And they have perfected the system. And, and everybody works really well around here, which is exciting. So when you come to work and you're laughing, you know, I say you want to laugh and cry at the same time someday. Right. <laughs> and it's nice to have people around you that feel the same way, that they could understand, you know, the good and the bad. But I really do. I love coming into work. Sometimes we're not around each other. And it's kind of funny because we're texting each other at night and saying, oh, guess what? This happened or that right. kind of thing. So and it's a hard process. People are the key, right? And it, we've gone through quite a few. You know, it's not an easy job, but when you find the right ones, it makes everything so much better. And sure. I think one of my downfalls is I don't fire quickly. I'm I'm learning the hard way. You know, I let it go through the process. And then yeah. fortunately, I'm not very good at firing people fast when it's not working out. Um, but luckily I haven't had to do that in a few years. So <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the secret to, to making sure that doesn't happen? Um, I think the onboarding process, like really making sure that they understand the job and that they're customer service oriented. Like yeah. you usually pick up on people right away. I always have them in an interview, answer the phone. They don't know what they're, they have no idea what the answer is. Right. So how are they going to react to not knowing the answer and how will they treat the consumer on the other line? So it's part of our interviewing process just for them to pick up a phone and see how do they handle the stress of it? Because yeah, that can be stressful. Um, you know, Aaliyah does a great job. So she's our DOO and she helps me through the process. And I think we both have a different take on um, people's personalities and it's worked out really well for us. Sure. So I think, and our process is now three steps instead of one. So I used to be like, oh, I like you. You like me. Let's, let's be in business together. And that's not always a good idea. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so it's kind of stretching out the relationship before you sign the agreement to ensure that you've really got the right person on the bus. Yes. So usually Leah does them first. We do the KW um, personality profile. So we're looking, are they a fit for the job? Um, if they're a fit, then her and I do it together and sometimes invite a third person in just so we have, you know, 
they're not working with us so they can kind of get their own fill for it and then sure. a working interview. I always recommend a working interview. I think in the past, that's where I failed the most. Uh, did you say a working interview? Yes. Yeah. Having uh, them in for a day and just kind of watching them. Oh, I see. Cool. I, have, I love that. Yeah. It's, yeah. And you can tell how they're going to work with the other people in the office. Yeah. And what if they don't work out during that? Is it then you just uh, uh, escape? Yes. We just tell you, you know, thank you for applying for the position. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to be a right fit for the team. And so they come in for a full day and do some level of the job. And if you realize it's not going to work, you, 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 you let them go. Yes. The good news I is that. I do take their information and I give it to the other agents in the market center who are looking for people because it may not be a right fit for the team, but it may be a right fit for somebody else. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. You know, I, I, as I've coached agents over the years, I feel like one of the biggest mistakes agents tend to make is they, they, they hire people too fast and then give them no direction, no training, no 30, 60, 90, you know, guidance and supervision. And they, and they all, then they do it under the guise of, well, I don't like to micromanage my people. And then, and then six months later, they're like, this person still doesn't know how to do their job. And, and I, and I, and I, you know, say to them, well, it's because you never told them how to do it at the beginning. Right. You, never- you hired the wrong person, didn't tell them what to do. And now you're mad that they don't do their job. Right. What I find out is agents don't have any systems, right? So yeah. then you hire an assistant hoping they'll create systems. And, you know, if you're lucky and get the right one, yes, it happens. But most of the time they want some kind of direction. And um, we have a lot of people who hire uh, quickly and then give no guidance and then wonder like in six months, you know, all their files are wrong. They didn't get a paycheck, those kind of things. So uh, it takes time, just slow down. It's That's what I tell everybody, just slow down. It'll come, just yeah. take your time. And I think agents are always in a hurry to like get somebody else to do the job because they don't, most agents don't like paperwork. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Jamie, anything else that you'd like to share with our audience that wasn't prompted by one of my questions? I don't think so. I think, you know, thank you for bringing all of the continuing education to us. It's amazing. I, I, we went over it today in our team meeting and just all of the things that we have coming up and watching the excitement of agents building their business in what I would call a down market, you know, compared to last year. So they have a lot of time to get educated and wait for the next, you know, uh, I guess up market. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate the support that we get. Honestly, you're an amazing regional leader and I do appreciate that. I know you take my calls and (laughs) and, uh, I harass you a little bit. So I do appreciate (laughs) that you get my personality. So um, well, I appreciate you. you saying that. I'm excited to uh, see you on, uh, what is it, June 28th at the Marriott. You're going to be yeah. a panelist, right? Yes, yes. That's awesome. What panel are you on? Do you, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't building seen Building a business worth owning. Awesome. That's yeah. great. Well, Jamie, I appreciate you. And I appreciate you being generous and sharing your uh, story with us. And uh, look forward to seeing you soon. All right. You too, Russ. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye.